You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. What if movies were games? What if movies were games? What if movies were games? Nice, they're scrubbing that. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game review podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And Jackson, we have a very special guest with us today. That is true. Uh, just before we started recording, I referred to him as the best in the biz. That's and true as well. That's because it is true. So introducing two Thumb Cramps for the first time, Pete Burns. Hello. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, best in the insane. business. Yeah. yeah. I need but, to get a little plaque printed out for yeah. my you desk. You should. You should. Uh, for any listeners that are unaware, Pete works at Back Pocket with Ruby, and we've never called Ruby best in the biz, so you yeah. can go into your office and tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's decided. You are the <laughs> awesome. best in the we've business. We've made the decision. You are number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to, yeah, I'm de- I'll get a t-shirt printed up. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Well, Jackson, today's Ad October. well, it's the last week of Ad October. That's so sad. This, I would say, is the saddest part of the year for me when Ad October <laughs> comes to a close. Yeah, like, all month we've been dreaming, what if movie was game? Yeah, and- so I'm thinking about it every freaking day, dude, and now it's time to wave goodbye. Yeah, well, so, so sad. sad. It, is, it, is, it is so, so sad. sad. I, I love that you've gone in this direction, because everyone goes, oh, October's the scary month. <laughs> yeah. I'll do yeah. The, we'll do horror. <laughs> no. We don't believe no. in uh, Halloween. I don't believe, yeah, months. I don't believe in Frankenstein's or pumpkins <laughs> or whatever. That's <laughs> actually Frankenstein's monster. I think <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually Pumpkin's monster. That's <laughs> Dude, Dracula's not the name of the vampire. It's actually Dracula's monster. Read a freaking book. Damn it, dude. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. Ma- Mary Shelley You've wasn't embarrassed even there. me in front of the best in the business. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so embarrassed sorry. by the best in the business. I should go. Well, I'm about to embarrass myself, sort of, because okay. uh, the game we're looking at well, straight off the bat for Adaptober, is technically a loophole, okay. uh, because today we're going to be looking at Spider-Man 2 and other games. Now, there has been a Spider-Man 2 movie. There's a movie called Spider-Man 2. There is a movie called Spider-Man 2. There's a movie called The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, There's the second Spider-Man in a movie franchise where it's not called Spider-Man 2, but it's called Spider-Man Far From Home. That's true. That's a Spider-Man 2. Uh, Which doesn't share the title with this game, but this game is called Spider-Man 2. It's a brand new AAA game. Everyone's very excited about it. So I was like, hey, it's sort of... What if movie was game? Yeah. It has references to the movie, so I'm counting it. Anyway. Can I tell you the only thing I've seen of Spider-Man 2 somehow? This is the only thing that's ever come across my feed about this It would be awesome if this is like yeah. a huge spoiler. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw, it must be a glitch or something, where somebody's just a small white cube. <laughs> <laughs> swinging around New York. That's all I've seen. That's awesome. I hope it's a it's, feature. It's just the web. Whatever web is inside <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. that's all that's left. Oh, dude, you saw the end game. No oh. Spider-Man only web feature. It's just the web that's oh. in his guts. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man keeps his web in his stomach. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. a core, a cube core <laughs> of web. And to replenish it, he's got to eat it. Yeah, that makes sense. He's gotta, yeah, we don't see that in the movies, but you see it in the game. He's got to go around New York just sucking up the webs. Like oh, Spider- yeah, the actual spider web. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. I might think that if I got spider powers. I might be like, do I have to eat spiders now? <laughs> 
They never explore that in the films, do they? The no. cowards. Yeah, they yeah. should. Make Spider-Man get confused and eat spiders. Tobey Maguire should have looked in the mirror, seen his muscles, and then searched his bedroom for spiders to eat. I get my powers from spiders. <laughs> I don't know. Makes sense it makes sense. Yeah, it makes, it makes it more sense out. than anything else. Exactly. Well, it, superheroes have an interesting relationship with uh, how they get their powers and their relationship with that thing. Because, yeah. like... Superman, Krypton makes him sick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or yeah. mean, depending on what <laughs> kryptonite it is. Yeah, that's true. The sun makes him strong. Yeah. Mm. Should be called Sun Man. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so Spider-Man 2 is the brand new game by Insomniac Games. It follows Spider-Man. Yeah. I know you will not believe that. that but also uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which was like a Spider-Man 1.5, yeah, basically. Yeah. And Spider-Man 2, everyone very excited for it. Me as well. Uh, I, l- I was going to say really like... That was you eating a spider. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to repren- <laughs> replenish, yes. Replenish <laughs> my powers. Yeah, fair enough. Get that web back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an audio medium. It's good when I slurp words. Hey, um, si- where is the web in a spider? In its asshole. No, but... <laughs> I don't think they that's... must have they must have a pouch for it, right? Is it like do they make it on the fly or do they have reserves? It comes out of their asshole and they touch it with their legs. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of thread it to do stuff with yeah. it. But like, if, if I chop a spider it off, <laughs> where's the web? Where's the web? That, <laughs> that one video you saw explained it. It's a little cube and it's oh, gut. That's true. If I chop a spider in half, there'll be a little cube like a starburst. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, so I I platinumed both Spider-Man games. Oh, yeah. But, oh. and we actually had uh, a former host of the show who, unfortunately, has either left the show or died, depending on who you <laughs> listen to. Whatever the lore is at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he, he also finished it and then claimed... It's he's like hundred percent of it, yeah. three thumbs out of five. Yeah. And we were like, "What do you mean? You <laughs> that, can't yeah, put that can't long that. in a game and be that addicted and then be like, it's fine." But then I finished both Spider-Man games. I'm like, I sort of get what he means, okay? Because I like them. Mm-hmm. I would even say that I get close to loving them. Oh yeah, but I never think about them, and I like, I, I don't know. They like scratch a part of my brain when I'm playing them, and I find the story engaging. But the moment the story's done, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I never have to play that again. Would you describe? Yeah, I, I, sorry, I was just gonna say, I, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, They're like it's such a it's such a premium game. It's yeah. got like all the polish in the world from one of the biggest publishers and developers out there, and then you go. It's just video game. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like it's, it's condensed video game. It's big time video game. Video game like. There's a, and like I quite like a bunch of games where people could be like, oh, that's really rough around the edges, or it actually doesn't mm. run that good in this point, or yeah. this doesn't look that good. And I'm like, yeah, like Doctor that- like Doctor Eggman's hyper realistic so- uh, <laughs> sandwich, sandwich in, in Sonic, Sonic Soup, Unleashed. yeah, Unleashed, <laughs> where it makes the game chug briefly as. Professor Robotnik or whatever pulls out a, a insanely detailed, <laughs> realistic sandwich. Yeah, because obviously that's one of my favorite games of all time. So that's exactly what I was talking Sorry, about. I saw it on Twitter this morning, and I can't stop thinking, why did they do it? Why did they make a sandwich look too? A good? sandwich is like a million polygons, <laughs> and it just chugs the game up. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, like, I guess even like uh, really recent examples, like Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I loved that. I recently just finished it. Um, loved 
all of it. Like, as in, like, even the, some of the stuff that was, like, a bit janky at points, I was mm. like, no, you know what? This all adds to it. Yeah. Where with Spider-Man, there's not really a lot of that, like, weirdness or, like, anything where you're like, whoa, this is not exactly right. But then, I don't know. It just feels like, I think three out of five is way too rough, but I would be, like, four. Yeah. <laughs> four out of five. Or eight mm. out of ten. Yeah. Um, would but you say, I, say it's, like, a good game to, like, like a kind of like a podcast listening game where you're like, I'm going to chuck out a podcast for an hour, a YouTube video or whatever, and I'm going to collect the collectibles and just kind of enjoy the like, well, video game game. I'll actually say that the Spider-Man games are kind of the opposite of that because the story and a lot of what's happening is like a big draw card. So you kind of want to be paying attention. Mm, okay. Because like there is, and Spider-Man too, we'll get to that in a second, but they have not turned down the shit ton of collectibles. Oh Yeah. But it's all tied to, like, side stories that all really add to, I guess, the game. And especially if you're familiar with the comics or even the movies, you're like, oh, that's that character from that thing. Oh, yeah. You'll be out there. You'll be sitting in your lounge room pointing at your TV like that (laughs) Spider-Man meme. Whoa! Whoa, Look at what's happening on my television. And sure, that's far more appropriate for the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Leonardo DiCaprio meme, but that's not thematically relevant to what I'm saying. So pretend your TV's pointing back at you. Some one of your listeners has to merge those two <laughs> yes. names and send it to your inbox. Yes, that's awesome. And if I mean, obviously you can't do this because in the Leonardo DiCaprio one, you can't see the TV. But if on the TV, Spider Man was pointing <laughs> back, back. <laughs> that maybe be... there's just an arm coming out like <laughs> the ring style. There's a hand coming out. Yeah, somebody get on that. Yeah, or I'll turn. <laughs> Alternatively, take the original Spider-Man meme and then just make one of the Spider-Men a TV. Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> Whatever, hey, we'll take both. Whatever works, yeah. Um. Anyway, so with that in mind, I quite like the Spider-Man games. I didn't have the problem with Miles Morales that some people had what I people were like, this is way too short. And I was like, I thought it was an appropriate length. Yeah. Story was engaging. I liked what was going on. I liked that it kind of toned down the amount of different tokens and collectibles. Mm. Uh, just made it into like two or three different forms of currency. Um, look, did they learn the right lesson there, or did they kind of go back to what the first Spider-Man was like in Spider-Man Two? Ah! Yeah, okay. <laughs> what What about the flying around the city? Does that kind of uh, like to me? It feels like that would kind of take away some of the fun of the web slinging if I can just fly everywhere. Uh, they've made the web wings uh, satisfying, yeah, but not as satisfying as web swinging oh okay um but yeah anyway started spider-man 2 i've put an embarrassing amount of hours into it already uh leading up for this considering it's only it only came out three days ago Mm. i think i've played it for about 12 hours which is way more than i would usually play a game for this show. that's a full day yeah that's a that's yeah that's crazy um yeah that's like four hours a day (laughs) yeah yeah that doesn't make me feel good (laughs) um let's round it down to 10 and just assume that it was actually 10 not 12 because then that's less than four hours a day. It makes yeah. you feel a bit nicer. That's good. That's Because, look, I'm not going to be talking about this game today, but I've also played Mario Wonder, and yeah. I put a bit of time into that, too. How'd I find all this time for games? What else are we doing? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there, are Mario, there are Mario movies. You can talk about it. That's true. That's true. We could have done Mario. That would have probably been smart. Mm, oh, well. Well, maybe you still <laughs> could. Uh, oh, maybe Save maybe it for next October. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy one-year anniversary to Super Mario Brothers Wonder. We're finally going to talk we about it. We should do that every October going forward have the anniversary of super mario brothers wonder yeah. i think that'd be great well i think the game's good enough that it deserves that it is fun um anyway spider-man 2 
Uh, it started, and straight away I was like, okay, this is not a substantial step up, which isn't a bad thing. It's just not that different. It is yeah. more of the same. Yeah. Which is fine. This is not a negative. Yeah. It's just when I started, I was like, oh, okay. It's not going to be like crazy different compared to the other ones. Uh, there is a couple of new abilities, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. Web Wings. And there is another section of the city that wasn't in the previous two games. So that's fun. Oh, yeah. But it is still... it Like, if you played this and you played the a remastered version of this first Spider-Man game, not a lot of differences. Yeah, fair enough. I find the story in this one probably a bit more engaging uh, than the first one. But also, I can't... Because you're this one obviously lets you play as Miles and Peter. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of differences between their abilities. So, like, when you're doing just, like, side questy stuff, it doesn't really it doesn't matter really, who you're playing yeah, as. Yeah, I just I guess you just pick whose suit you like more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and at the moment, uh, my Miles looks like he's in Daft Punk. That's awesome. And my Spider-Man looks like he's Miles. Let me so, know when, yeah, you un- when you unlock the cube. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. Well, uh, back to the cube, though. One thing I found back with this... cube? Yeah, one thing I found with this game... And look, obviously it's only been out for a couple of days, so a patch will probably fix all of this. Yeah. There has been a couple of times where I've had to reload saves because glitches have like ended really? my run through, wow. which is not oh, something really? I expected. Yeah. Um, so I've had it twice where I've picked up an object that I've been like prompted to pick up and it hasn't triggered the dialogue. So my character's just standing there holding the thing and the game, and you can't exit out of it because the dialogue That's triggers. That's so funny. Leaving it. Yeah, yeah. So there was one point where Miles was just standing in an apartment holding... uh, No, he was just looking at a record player and not saying anything. (laughs) And I I waited for a bit and I was like... Miles? (laughs) Buddy. Buddy, buddy, you all right? Come back to me. Having a moment. (laughs) Give me a sec. Uh, And there was another moment where I took a photo, which is a side quest, and the game registered the photo was taken but it didn't trigger the completion of the photo, so I couldn't retake it, nor did it finish the mission. Wow. And I was like, hmm. That's a mama. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of other glitches. Up. Those were the two annoying ones, because I had to literally reload a save. Yeah. Luckily, it's a type of game where it's auto-saving like every 20 seconds, basically. So yeah. I don't think you're going to come across anything where you're it's like, gonna oh, that's going to break the game uh, for yeah, you completely. That's game over. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but there has been a couple of like weirder, funnier ones. Like there was one where uh, in a cutscene, Miles, the suit that I'd put on Miles, I don't know. I guess the cutscene wasn't prepared for it, so he had like like pointy polygons just coming out of his shoulder blades. That was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, I kind of wish it was an emotional scene because it would have <laughs> yeah, made yeah, it yeah, funnier. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like he was just talking to his mom. Oh yeah, not about anything exciting. That's fair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just you know, you know. Sometimes you talk to your mom and you no oh, one's saying yeah. anything good. Absolutely, you gotta while away the hours of the day. <laughs> I, I do love that in engine cutscenes are are pretty universally embraced now, though. Like, yeah. so you can have the weird outfit on, and sometimes you'll go into a cutscene after being in a fight, and someone's face is all bloody, or <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. like you know, in a Tomb Raider game or something, like there's an arrow sticking out of your neck <laughs> as you go into the cutscene. It's like, bravo, absolutely. <laughs> and there's nothing better than when. It, it, you know, the AI of the enemies has not quite worked properly and you enter a cutscene and somebody's just shooting you in the head while you're having a conversation. <laughs> or you just get knocked off screen by someone and people act like you're still in the same place. Oh, actually, that's great. That's another glitch I have encountered in this. And I just also want it on record, I'm not the type of person, because I know there's gamers out there that are like, I'm excited to play this game, but I'm also excited to break it. Yeah. I haven't been trying to do anything wrong. It's just like, yeah, it just happened. But there was also one point where I accidentally pushed... 
Uh, it was a guy working at a hot dog stand, and I landed in the hot dog stand from swinging too fast, and it pushed him yeah. like out of the stand, but he kept the same animation, but he was standing like three meters away, and people were walking through him, and I was like... <laughs> That's so sad. He doesn't even know he doesn't <laughs> have hot dogs. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know what I've taken from him. You knocked his body, his consciousness out of his body. He's <laughs> yeah. just sitting back there now. That's yeah. true. It, like, the combat is still super fun. Uh, swinging around the city still rocks. Uh, all of the things that were good about the first two are still there. If you liked those, you're gonna like this one. But if you're expecting it to be totally different, yeah. And I've seen people, and look, it's the internet, and you guys are listening to this on the internet, so you know what you're like. People exaggerate. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I've seen people say that it's got the best tutorial mission that has ever been in a video game. I would strongly disagree with that. It's not even as good as the first Spider-Man. What do people say is so good about it? I don't know. That's I've it. just heard people say, I think it's because there's a big character you fight <laughs> right at the start of the game. Yeah, I, that's that's all I've done. I did the I did like the first hour, maybe ninety minutes, yeah. and I was like, yeah, this is Spider-Man again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, am yeah. I gonna Am I gonna commit to playing this? I don't know yet. Yeah. But um, I did enjoy yeah. that experience, and it's cinematic as hell. Yeah. Like. That was very cool, but you're right. I don't think it is a better tutorial necessarily no. than the first one. I think the first one's more fun because, yeah, basically for anyone who hasn't played and this is just a tutorial. So if anyone comes at me and says, this is a spoiler, I'm going to crawl out of your phone and fight you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So <laughs> don't send the email. I don't care. That's scary. <laughs> like the ring, yeah, yeah. I will come or and get Spider-Man you. Spider-Man in the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> pointing meme. Yeah, there yeah. won't be a seven day delay though. It will be instant. You'll press send and then I'll be there. Something then, will be in your ear yeah. immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll crawl out of the... Uh, Which part's coming through first? How do you crawl through a phone? That's true. I think I'll try and go fist first. I think you should do okay. fists out of the earphones and then both your legs out of the phone. So then oh, yeah. they get punched in both sides of the head and they're kicked in the face. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think it's really smart. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the first fight, which is in the tutorial, is against Sandman. Yeah, okay. And... Fighting, because it means you have to fight lots of sand goons straight off the bat. And that is an interesting character design. It's just guys that are shaped like sand. Yeah. So there's no real... Well, no. Sand that's shaped like guys is what yeah, I meant. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I meant. Guy, so it's not like... A guy that's shaped like sand. I guess that would be a puddle. Yeah. Of guy. Alex Mack. Alex Mack oh, is a guy no. shaped like sand. But still true. made out of human flesh in <laughs> yeah. that instance. Yuck. Well, fighting that, that would have been a that's very interesting. strong Yeah, that's an exciting tutorial. Oh my God, I'm fighting a melted guy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like the boss fight, you just you just fling blocks of sand back at him. I don't know why people think it's so good. <laughs> like you just he throws a brick of sand, you just like catch it me down and throw it back. I mean, yeah, I, it's cinematic. It sounds cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's and cinematic. I, and, and the the effect of the sand being like a uh, struck by the powers of the yeah. two of them attacking at the same time. That's cool. That uh, is cool. Um, yeah. One thing that is a bit different about this game versus the previous games is that, uh, and this was in the first two, but it, hey, I'm look, I've spoken in a big circle there. Yeah. In the first two Spider-Man games, you get phone calls from characters, and if you inter like interact with like a bad guy, the Spider-Man will be like, oh, hang on, I just need to hang up. I'll call you back in yeah. a second, which is a really natural way of yeah, like stopping cool. the dialogue. But I found in the first two games, a lot of the information or conversations you're having over the phone are all just like, 
uh, like little conversations that aren't like that impactful or that like big. Where in this one they are at points, which means that occasionally, <laughs> like it happened to me when I was playing just before yeah. today, like a character was revealing like a big thing, and I just went to go fight some goons. So I was just like, "Oh, hang on, I'll call you back." <laughs> like midway through a big reveal. Uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's funny to hear the character not MJ's get pissed like, off. like, I'm pregnant. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no worries, Pete. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, it is very fun. I will definitely finish it. And it's one of those games that like really dares you to be like 100 me. Go on. You probably will. I probably mm. will. Given your track record. Yeah. Well, I'm the only two PlayStation games I've ever platinumed are the other two Spider-Man games Just- and. Uh, they're not in my top 10 PlayStation games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, don't know I think what it's it is. coming. Yeah. It's something about those games. Something about those games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look. How uh, many thumbs? What are we talking? Four thumbs. Four thumbs. That's solid. That's good. Respectable. And if someone's like, thumbs. yeah, uh, yeah, four, four out of five. That's I mean, great. It's not in game of the year contention for me. Yeah. And if someone was like, hey, on Friday the 20th of October, two games came out. Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. What's better? Yeah. I wouldn't have to think. It's Mario Wonder. Yeah, yeah. Um, that game, I've played it less, but it rocks so much and it is so addictive and feels so good to play and all of it rocks. The animation's so funny. Oh yeah. The talking flowers should be annoying. They're somehow not. Yeah. I I was shocked by that. And like, sometimes they're like legitimately funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, Mario, play that. And, (laughs) uh, Spider-Man, play it if you want. Yeah. Fair enough. Hey. Jackson, what have you been playing? Um, well, I'm a big Hellboy guy. Whoa! I've always liked Hellboy. Whoa! <laughs> guy who likes Hellboy alert. Um, but I've always liked the comics, and there have been uh, Hellboy games in the past, but I've never played them. I've heard they're dog shit. Yeah, that's fair cool. enough. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but recently, <laughs> Hellboy Web of Weird uh, was released, which is a kind of a roguelite brawler sort of type game. Just quickly back to something you said before, and I don't want to derail this too quickly. That's okay. But it is funny because I think we're blessed because we can kind of pick what we want to review. Yeah. It's funny to be a video game review podcast that doesn't play games because we hear through bad reviews. Like, we're like, oh, that game got bad reviews. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> well, it's for like the PS2 as well. Oh, yeah. So, we like, missed the boat. It's now. hard to track down. <laughs> um, so long ago. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. It's not like I have. I bought a PS2 because that fan sent us all those <laughs> PlayStation 2 yeah, games. Yeah, it's not like we literally had a month this, this year called PlayStation staple. Well, I'll track down the other Hellboy games then. Yeah. Is that what you want? I want that, yeah. Okay, I what will. What if it's good? Probably, well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Hellboy Web of Weird, the, the thing that really stood out, first of all, is that it is, um, it looks like visually it's the same as the, the comics. They've kind of matched Mike Mignola's art style. Hell yeah. And it's like, it's so, like, perfect. When you're playing it, it feels so good and it looks so good. Uh, most of the gameplay, I suppose the story is that um, you're in a guy's house. I'm going to explain this so badly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's a huge call to action. <laughs> yeah. Quick, Hellboy. You're in a guy's house. It's a guy's mansion. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. Sorry, that Hellboy. That actually does. That's, that's different because if it's Hellboy, you got to get to the kitchen and it's just the next room <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah. That's not an interesting story. But in a mansion, it could be like, there's limitless possibility in a there's mansion. There's many rooms you might yeah, have to get so through to rooms. get to the kitchen. Having a mansion would be so stressful. What do you put in the room? I think about that all the time. I think about how scary it would be. This is what I was thinking. So, uh... I recently saw on a walk a, pl- a big church for sale, 
right? Like they were selling nice. it as like a commercial, like you could buy it and live yeah. in it, like a residential property. And I think the idea of sleeping in a bedroom that has a door to a big open empty church is really scary for some reason. <laughs> like sleeping with that big empty space, is that not scary? And Jesus is still up there. <laughs> yeah, he would be. It's like, you could have taken that down. You own it. You yeah. don't need to keep it up. Uh, yeah, I know. But like, also, are there like heritage reasons? Would I need to leave the Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the heritage listed Jesus. <laughs> it's funny you did, saw that, because on the weekend, uh, I went to a church to see uh, some bands play, yeah. and a neighbor was not happy about bands playing in a church, so came into the church, mm. unplugged all the instruments, Whoa. but then one of the members of the band was, because it was a Halloween kind of party show, was dressed as a pastor, so then he lied and said he was the pastor of that church and consoled the man and walked him out of the church. That was like oh my such God. quick thinking. That's amazing. So well yeah, it was it was good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I guess we've both had church experiences that's, recently. That's great. But yeah, why would you put it in a church? I don't know. I don't know what you do with it. I'm like I've been to cafe church cafes. Okay. Church cafes, that's good. Yeah, that's a cool way to that's a cool way to redo a church. Yeah. Because yeah. like you, you keep the old stained glass windows and stuff. It's got some character. That's true. Uh that's... and then you get a coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. It's quite big. For could, everyone. Maybe a restaurant you yeah. could turn it into. Uh, you, yeah. A club? <laughs> Club church. <laughs> Club church. You get if you ha- everything's heritage listed, you gotta kind of like dance around the pews and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, thank you so much for coming to Club Church. I didn't think about it beyond the name. You're not allowed to touch anything. I will <laughs> be in so much trouble. Don't Do not touch anything. Walk here at the dance floor being like, don't put your drink there, please. <laughs> You're gonna leave a stain. Oh my god. I'm leave all your cops at the front. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, bring, ma- bring your own water. We'll sort out the rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the basic uh, gameplay is that you go into this place called the Weird, which is like is a that kind the mansion. Of, it's in the mansion. You go in a big <laughs> like a, a diving bell into the Weird, uh-huh. which is like a kind of a series of connected rooms where you fight a bunch of guys in those rooms, yeah. uh, trying to make your way to a boss. Yeah. And this is where the roguelite element is. You come across these kind of little god guys, and they give you sort of uh, like blessings or whatever that you stack over the course of that particular run. Mm-hmm. The combat's kind of simple, but like it's it's quite easy to figure out. But it's got a, like enough crunch to it and enough depth to it that it makes fighting enemies quite like entertaining, and yeah. it gives you kind of that dark souls. Like you kind of really got to be thinking on your feet to mm-hmm. make your way to sort of defeat these enemies. You got to be really paying attention to what they're doing. They telegraph their attacks quite a bit, but it's it... crazy how video games make you pay attention now. Hey, oh uh, dude, they they do. Video games make you pay attention, <laughs> but not all of them. That's true. Mario can still just jump on it. I reckon for the first three worlds of Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and I'm at the last world, I barely paid attention. That's... You're on the phone getting punched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd send me an was, email. Dusha was kicking me in yeah. the face, <laughs> and I was still running through all the Goombas or whatever. Yeah. So with Hellboy, yeah, the the you do have to pay attention, but it's kind of, it's quite easy to figure out kind of uh, how to... Uh, move through everybody's attacks and how to dodge and stuff like that. But there's enough to it, and and you kind of unlock more weapons and charms as you play that you can kind of move your play style around and try a bunch of different things that, uh, I I don't know, it's kept, even though the enemy variety is really low, it's kept the combat pretty engaging, for me at least. Well, that's good. Um, And the... The, fi- the bosses as well 
are like the the right kind of like ramp up in difficulty and you sort of keep you on your toes. You're dodging through attacks, which is really fun. You're kind of moving. Iframes. Yeah, it was kind of. It's not it's not quite iframes. It's like in a bullet heli way where you're invincible when you do your dash or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Just, more, it's yeah, more yeah. like that, and it's figuring out the right combination of you know, it's the kind of rhythm that you get into with ge- yeah. games like this, where it's that right combination mm. of like when are you blocking, when are you dodging under attacks, when are you dodging to the side, when are you getting your counters, like and, and fun stuff that really works with that kind of like Hellboy aesthetic and the kind of things that happen in the comic where like the the boss to defeat the boss, I picked up a big, like a, a bit of a, a marble column and just hucked it at the That's enemy's awesome. head. Felt great. Yeah. The the punches and stuff feel awesome. The like the, the feeling of slamming into uh, one of these enemies with your right hand of doom is just like, oh, and the sound design, it's so perfect. It feels great. You kind of feel like a boxer, which is <laughs> awesome. It's like, imagine Dark Souls combat, you get... but you're like nose to nose with the guy. <laughs> That's what That's it awesome. feels like. And it's great. I really, really, really like it. The enemy variety is pretty slim, so I've only done the first two worlds so far, and each world has uh, like one main boss and then mooks, which are like smaller, they're just more like enemies, but they they're kind of more of an annoyance than like something mm-hmm. you're going to properly deal with. And there'll be three degrees of the kind of main enemies. So like a, you know, small one, a slightly harder one than, than a Mondo big bucks one. Yeah. And then a final boss at the end. And each enemy you do have to kind of like interact with and engage with differently, but it does get a bit tiresome mm-hmm. after a certain point because they are all the same enemy. But like I said, the combat's kind of enough that it keeps you engaged. And I'm interested in the story too. Which yeah. is so rare for me. I it hate is. stories in games. <laughs> uh, Pete, you wouldn't be aware of this, uh, but Jackson plays games in a way that he, like he, he's added this definition of uh, low looking. Yeah. Uh, which some okay. games are high looking, some games are low looking. Personally, I like a low looking game. It has taken us two to three years to figure out what he means by that, and I think it's just that he likes to play video games. <laughs> Somehow by only paying, like, at max 6 out of 10 attention. Yeah. If I could be, like, 60% engaged, <laughs> I'd leave 40% of my brain power for something else. Think about that church and how you decorate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would Jesus be heritage listed? Because there's a way to interpret high and low looking where, because uh, for me, I was like, low looking, oh, that low looking is story based. You're reading the captions. Oh, no. you got subtitles on <laughs> no, just reading. No, you love no, to read no, your no, video no, games. No, no, uh, no, no. But no, I've got it completely wrong. You've got it completely backwards. <laughs> Oh the highest God, looking so a game can be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta look for ages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Low amount of looking versus high amount of sure, looking. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah. yeah. That makes but sense. It's clear as hell. No, well, here's the thing, Pete. You think you're with us, and I thought I was with Jackson as well. But if you tried to explain what you think Jackson means, Jackson'd be like, hmm, no, not, not really. quite that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... When did you when did you discover that this <laughs> This was you as a gamer that you were like. That's a mm. great question. Uh, it was probably a year or maybe a year, year and a half into thumb cramps when you were playing games that. I'm not into this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, big. I'm trying to remember because obviously high looking and low looking was coined on thumb cramps, but mm. that w- that way of interacting with games. When did that start? What I can, the only thing I can think of is I'm thinking back to the land parties of my youth, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to my friends being like, "Let's play." Age of Empires, and me looking at all the stuff and <laughs> being like, "What? That's a high looking game. That's high looking. I don't care about any of this." But Pete, Counter Strike, 
Counter-Strike would be low-looking, I think. Low-looking. Yeah. But Pete gets it. No, he doesn't, because Pete, <laughs> City Skylines, that's also low-looking. City Skylines is low-looking. Even though that is far more complicated than Age of Empires. <laughs> Interesting. But you can, like, pause time in, in City Skylines, right? So yeah. it's like, it doesn't demand your attention moment to moment. Absolutely. And you just got to look at what's going on in your city. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They run themselves. Yeah. It's also worth noting that Jackson, every time he plays City Skylines, names his town like Arsecrack Bay or Arsecrack City yeah. or Butthole Village. The best thing that City Skyline does, and I've not played the second one yet, but I hope they allow it, is that you can get rid of all schools and just educate your citizens with a blimp. I think that's awesome. <laughs> You can have educational so blimps. Just drink, drink a, I won't say a, I won't say a bread, but drink branded beverage floating around town. Like, mm, we I'm, learned a lot today. Yeah, thank God I don't have a primary school. I, we got the blimps. <laughs> Blimp educated citizens. That's what you want. Um, yeah, Hellboy is it good? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I really like good. it. I it's <laughs> look, it, it's it's not a huge game. And it's kind of rough around the edges, yeah. and I can absolutely mm-hmm. understand that this wouldn't be for everyone. I've seen a lot of people be like, "Way too easy." They've and- been poo-pooing it. They have been. Um, uh, they're like, "It's way too easy. It's not interesting enough. There's not as much going on as they'd like." A lot of people also criticize the fact that it was a roguelite as opposed to a kind of more crafted and like handmade yeah. story-driven game, which I get. But I think this not, this game captures the feeling of an action sequence in a Hellboy comic mm-hmm. in a way that like nothing else has, no other piece of media has, not even I think the movies really uh, have done, which I think is awesome. That's a bold thing oh. to say in Adaptobo. I think it's is, true. Is though. Mr. Perlman involved at all? No. So I was, uh, that, thank you for reminding me. It's Lance Reddick is voicing Hellboy. Oh, cool! And it, it was apparently his last voice acting role. Um, That's and it's awesome. He, he is so perfect. Yeah. For it. Uh, yeah, there's, amazing. It's so, it's so good playing a character where when you defeat an enemy, he says, moron. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Lance Reddick is, is Hellboy in it, and he does a fantastic job. All the voice acting is really good. Um, yeah, like, it's a bit janky. It's a bit rough around the edges, but I really like it. I'm probably going to give it five thumbs, to be honest. Hell yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hell yeah. I yes. know. No, okay, so, Jackson, we know that five thumbs is the max you can give a game. Yes. But if it is your game of the year, that's 10 thumbs. Yeah. If you're thinking about maybe it being a contender for your game of the year, that's seven thumbs. Yes, that's and true. And if you're thinking about it potentially being <laughs> you're in giving contention. Peter <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening? I get the high and low looking, but I can't follow the thumb math. Hey, Pete, it's easy. There's, so, there's, we've seen boy math, girl math, and now I'm trying to learn thumb math. Yeah, thumb math. I can't keep up. So it's out of five thumbs, but yeah. you can give a game six thumbs if you're considering it potentially being a game of the year. Yeah. Okay. It's seven thumbs if you, <laughs> if you are considering it being a game of the year, and it's okay. ten thumbs if it is your game of the year, eight and nine unknown currently. <laughs> yeah. So do you do an episode at the end of the year where you revise a six or a seven into a ten? Uh, <laughs> no, we, it just sort of happens sort of organically. Okay, so cool, I think cool. both of us have give, gave ten thumbs pretty much straight out of the gate this year. So What did I give ten thumbs? Was that, was that pun intended? Was it a boulder's gate? <laughs> no. I, I think okay. my 10 thumbs was to the game Shadow Man. <laughs> yeah, it was. The remastered uh, for the Nintendo Switch. And mine would have been but, Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. which is a more normal and boring answer. <laughs> Shadow Man's so awesome. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play it. The because... power of the dark side flows through me. He says that every time he gets a dark soul. He's so I, happy. 
I'm I'm learning so much about your taste in games. You just like someone saying something funny every time they do something. <laughs> do. It's either moron or the power. <laughs> Pete, uh, you'll be happy yeah. to know that you have nailed that straight off the bat <laughs> yeah. because when we first all started awarding a game of the year, because another Thumbcrams game of the year thing is it's just the best game you've played this year. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to have come out this year. Yeah, yeah good. I um, like that. Yeah. I like that. There I think- are too many games to go like, oh, it has to be like like pinned to a year. Yeah. Absolutely. It's nonsense. And you're playing a you know a bevy of games from a, across a broad time period over the course of a year. And if you find a game you love, make uh, it your game of the year. And Jackson's totally. first game of the year was... Actually, it was Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer because yeah. you liked Anakin constantly and, saying... Yippee! And eat, eat slime... What does he say? Eat my dust? Worm bag or something? <laughs> eat fumes, nice. wormo. You can't... In, in, in a Star Wars sci-fi setting, you can't be calling people wormo. <laughs> Anakin, what does that mean? <laughs> what is that? That's got some kind of racial epithet. Yeah, you can't be throwing uh, that Maybe Wormo is the character's name. <laughs> like, it's yeah. a pretty Star Warsy name. Some guy he knows named Wormo. Yeah. Yeah. The Sabalba and Wormo is next door. Well, we've got, we got Sabalba, we've got Gasgano, yeah. we've got uh, Ben yeah. Quadranellis. There's Absolutely. heaps of guys. Wormo could yeah. be a guy. <laughs> yeah. Wormo's a guy. Wormo's In my a mind, guy. Wormo's canon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> the following year, Jackson gave it to Turok 2 on the Nintendo Switch because yeah. Turok says i am Turok, and the ho- and the dinosaurs sound like horses in the first <laughs> level and that was pretty funny and then it was so it's so it's nintendo 64 ports to the switch yes. where yeah. someone says yes. something funny until yes. last yeah. year where it was the uh, deadliest catch video game <laughs> oh hell yeah i've not played that but it's so much God. fun you get so many crabs <laughs> <laughs> and I found out. Uh, um, yeah. It's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, anyway, five thumbs for Hellboy. Um, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Pete, what have you been playing? Well, I've cheated a little bit as well, That's in the same game. way that you did with Spider Man 2. This game wouldn't exist without a film, Whoa. Uh, but it is not a direct film tie in game. Yep. It's Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, good yeah. choice. The 1992 LucasArts classic. That's awesome. This uh, is... I played it as a kid, and I didn't realize until I did research, like coming onto the pod, yeah. that the game was on DOS, and then I played a CD ROM version of it. Yeah. And uh, before it was on CD-ROM, it, w- it didn't have any voice acting. It was uh, oh. a much more basic version of the game. Whoa! Because they just didn't have, yeah, you know, they couldn't send yeah, out yeah. forty floppy disks in a, in a <laughs> you know, in a in a postcard. So uh, yeah, I, I played the, the CD version of it, and I remember loving it as a kid. Um, so I was like, I'm going to jump on the opportunity to That's go back awesome. and see if it if I loved it for a reason or w- if it was just because I was young and it was Indiana Jones. Yeah, but it is like. It's peak LucasArts, and it's so beautiful from the first frame. The whole opening sequence is an opening titles, like it's credits. It's it's crediting the director and the voice yeah. actors and everything. And it's indie, and you're, you know, I should establish, it's a point-and-click adventure game. That's what LucasArts did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you're moving through all this beautiful pixel art, uh, and indie is just falling through floors of uh, <laughs> the... It, it's the it's the built it's the museum that he work he's working out of or across the road from, uh, but he's trying to find a particular artifact because uh, he's been told to look for it, um, and so he's just like bouncing through these floors as uh, as the credit sequence comes up and and the MIDI version of John Williams' score <sighs> is coming rolls. through and it's just amazing <sighs> an amazing opening to a game that holds up absolutely. Um, 
And so then you kind of uh, you get introduced to just you know the beats of a classic indie romp. Um, those films were like a pastiche of the fifties, like yeah. golden age of Hollywood, and so they were never. They never needed to be complex stories yeah, or anything yeah. other than take everything at face value. Yeah. And r- right from the start, you meet a German man who's got the... He's speaking with a thick German accent in the 40s and, he's, <laughs> and he calls himself Mr. Smith. And you're like, you're the bad guy. <laughs> so it just wears all of that on its sleeve. And, uh, and then you take off an adventure to find the fate of Atlantis. You've got a... You've got a I mean, I, I played through... Um, I definitely got in, you know, a couple of hours further than I ever got as a kid, <laughs> as an idiot child oh, yeah. through a point-and-click adventure. It but, feels um, good to go back to an old game that you remember fondly from being a kid, like, fondly as a kid, and then going back and just blasting past wherever you yeah. got stuck as a child. Oh, yeah. Totally. It, totally. It's good to I... know that in 20-plus years, you have gotten smarter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is evidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. imagine my child brain... Like, if you give my child... You give me a point-and-click adventure today, I'm struggling. You give my my child brain... Whoa, dude. I might fall unconscious. <laughs> uh, you accidentally... Back to, like... The bad ending of Back to the Future yourself because you go back in time, give yourself a point and click adventure game, and kid you just dies. <laughs> I just fade out of existence. Oh no! Shouldn't have done that. I'm glad that's the bad version of Back to the Future and not the one where you end up with your mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... How does happen? <laughs> I just gave my child self Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis. No, I've married my mom. No, I married my mom. <laughs> Things went really, really wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, um, there's a there's a guy called Doug Lee who does the voice of Indy, and um, he's he's kind of generic uh, American man. It's definitely okay. not Harrison Ford, but um, uh, it still it still works. There's something like it doesn't take you long to adjust yeah. to him, yeah. and, and the writing of it is so in the style of the film that um, the character just you know comes off the screen and um, and and then you're off and uh, bouncing through. Just it's. The thing that blew me away was how much art there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's sure. just screen after screen after screen of just beautiful art. And, you know, I, I played a few point-and-click adventures when I was a kid and obviously was awful at them because I only made it yeah. a few screens yeah. through. But just the... um, It was just magic thinking about the combinations of, like, open, close, use, look at, talk to, <laughs> and then click on things yeah. in the yeah, art. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they can do so much with such simple tools. How were the, uh, what's the, what's the puzzle sort of situation like? Like how oblique and sort of moon logic do they become in, uh, in Fate of Atlantis? So, uh, it, it, it kind of, you learn to look at whatever you can engage with. Oh yeah. So you, you might get a piece of information back and then talk to people again. Uh, so there's like a, there's a system, there's a systemic way of breaking, breaking it all down. It it is obscure. Like I, I, um, I did a puzzle, uh, where, uh, there's a, basically a capybara, a giant rodent. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Indy hates snakes. He's encountered a tree (laughs) with a, a massive anaconda wrapped around it, uh, and he goes, "I hate snakes," and then and then leaves again. Uh, he walks back out of that scene. So you're like, "Okay, what do I do here?" I'll send. And yeah, the you, my first thought was, "Well, I got to make the snake eat the rodent." Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, and feel awful about it. So you go through the process of like cracking your whip at the rodent and trying to get it to go through the right door, basically <laughs> to end up in front of the python where it attacks it and they roll yeah, up the cliff awesome. together. Um, so there's this. 
stuff like that that is so like contextual yeah. yeah in the art and and every every space you go there's something like that where you go ah oh, that was really clever um and yeah it's just about interacting with enough stuff to get the pieces of, the, of information that you need to to crack the puzzle yeah so yeah I, I i'm i'm really loving it and i love yeah i just love all the characters and the way that they treat you and they they treat your partners sophia hapgood is the kind of like uh your sidekick um and uh she's like again another classic like 50s heroine oh, yeah. of like she's got the she's got the leather jacket and the boots and ah, that's um awesome. you know she's out in the field with you and kicking ass so it's a uh, it's a lot of fun yeah, that's sick. I was trying to remember the last point and click game I played, and I could like picture it, but I couldn't picture the character. Yeah, or like what I was doing. I could just remember the puzzles, and then it just came back to me right at the end there that the game I was thinking of was Leisure Suit Larry: <laughs> Wet Dreams Don't Die. That's look so at, funny. Look at, look at. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the last one I played was the Excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Which you loved that game. I loved so much that that's. Probably one of my like top five ever experiences. Like so eerie, so good. Sadly, couldn't yeah, quite best uh, deadliest cat. No, no, no. Well, I got so many crabs. But <laughs> <laughs> that was Hobbs Barrow probably could have used more crabs. Honestly, uh, have, you, have you played a recent point and click? Have you played like the um, Monkey Island reboot? No, and... but I kind of think that it's a genre which is crazy given our high looking, low looking conversation. <laughs> because yeah. a point and click adventure should be high looking. Um, but I think it's a genre of games that I've kind of neglected, and th- this makes me want to try um, Fate of Atlantis and see if I can really get into it, because I don't, it seems awesome. And I remember it from my childhood. I remember watching somebody play it now and being like, whoa, don't know what's yeah. going on, but whoa, so cool looking. I think the best one I've played, and it's embarrassing because I was about to say the best one, and I've totally blanked on this name, Toon... To the famous, it's 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 like yeah, a the cult. Toontown. Yeah, it, was it another LucasArts one? I don't know if it was LucasArts, but Christopher Lloyd is the main actor in it. Oh, it yeah. is, because Toontown is the name of the Toontown in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and this game yeah. is based very yes. heavily off it. Toon- it's called it's called ah, Toonstruck. Toonstruck. Uh, nice. Okay. Um, I think that's probably my favorite point and click I've played. Um, it's. Definitely aimed more towards kids, I would say, especially when compared to Leisure Suit Larry, the other recent <laughs> yeah, point and click game. really on both ends of the spectrum there. Um, but it's like wacky enough, and it does have like that uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit energy, and it bombed real hard when it came out, so it is only, it has an ending, but it's like a cliffhanger because they were meant to make a sequel, yeah. but it cost a lot of money to make, and then sold no copies. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's gone back and people have been like, oh, this is a cult classic. Really wish they finished it. <laughs> I hadn't heard of it, but it's... It, Christopher Lloyd, obviously, you, mm. you shouted out. It's only 10 bucks on Steam, but it's... Dan Castanella uh, did uh, a bunch of voices and Tim yeah. Curry. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. I forgot about it's like, yeah. That's, where they, that's where they blew the budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the animation style and the story, it, it it's kind of got like that Who Frame Roger Rabbit Animaniacs kind of vibe where it is for kids, but there's a lot... Like, there's a lot going on and a lot thrown at you, which means that, like, a point you're like, that was a rude joke. I got that. That one was for me. The Leisure Suit Larry fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I'm kind of like Jackson. I should probably play more because I like them. And solving a puzzle in a point-and-click game is so satisfying. Oh, yeah. It feels Mm. great. Uh, yeah, big fan. Combining like a gum, like chewing gum and a stick yeah. to open a <laughs> cupboard at rocks. <laughs> I remember there was one puzzle in the excavation of Falls Barrow. Hobbs Barrow? Hobbs Barrow, sorry. Where 
you were in the middle of town, you needed to distract someone, and I, I can't remember the exact puzzle, but the step before the final step was that a girl was juggling apples, and then she, if you didn't do something, she would just fall on her face and the apples would go everywhere. I reckon she fell on her face like 40 times, because <laughs> I just could not figure it out. It was so confusing what I had to do. But uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I should, I should get it. I might, I'm going to try, I'm going to get Fate of Atlantis. When I get home, I'm buying it. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm going to go back and play Toonstruck again because it rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like Christopher Lloyd's an animator who has made a show and he, he hates his show. He's so sick of it. And then he gets sucked into it. Ah. <laughs> uh, that'll get and you. And he finds, he finds love for it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. He's teamed up with the main character from his show whom he hates. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the plot of the movie Monkey Bone. <laughs> Yeah, it's also like the plot of the movie. Oh no, I was thinking of Son of the Mask, but he likes his thing. I was just thinking of animators and wacky yeah. characters, I think. Mm. <laughs> That's okay. Son, Son, of the, <laughs> Son of the Mask is an interesting movie. Yeah, 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 it sure. There's a lot going on in that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He. Has sex with his wife as the mask and then has a mask baby. Yeah, that's true. And in a scene that was only shown in the Australian version, you see Mask come swimming towards <laughs> her egg. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, they show you Mask I gotta, come. I gotta watch this film. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. I think all Australians should. Yeah, it was filmed in Sydney. That's where you are, Pete. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's our heritage. Uh, there's a big... Is it Curzon Hall? Is that the name of the hall in Sydney? Yeah. Anyway, there's a big scene that was filmed there. Yeah, cool. Crazy. Yeah, it's oh, good yeah. stuff. It, it, Recognize the town, get to see some mask semen. <laughs> yes! It's nice. Uh, uh, what's the song called? Ride of the Chariots? Rise of the Chariots? Ride of the Chariots? That's song. There's Ride of the Valkyries. Ride of the Valkyries is yeah. the song I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Not Chariots of Fire, which is... Yeah. Well, maybe Chariots it is Chariots. It's one of those two songs is playing while masks come race each other for the egg. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. it's awesome. I wonder why that movie didn't do so well. <laughs> I don't know. Chariots of, the, Chariots of Fire is the... Uh, the the piano y that one? That feels sure. like that's a yeah, that's a racing song. That's yeah. a racing song, yeah. Yeah. I gotta go back and rewatch that scene, I guess. There's a lot we gotta do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a big list. <laughs> that just made me want to watch the uh four hundred meter Kathy Freeman two thousand Olympics. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Commentary on I can go it's... and watch that and you can go and watch <laughs> yeah. Son of the Mask. But just the com scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the perfect yeah, perfect viewing experience. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Um so how many thumbs for Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? I gotta give it five. I gotta give it five. Nice. That's good. That's good stuff. Holds up so well, and I, uh, you know, it can't be game of the year because it didn't come out this year. Yeah, yeah. Crazies. Well, no, well, on Tom Cramps, it could. <laughs> it, it could, could be, be game, game of the, the year. year on Tom Cramps <laughs> if you wanted. Yeah, you played it this year, so it could be a 2023 game of the year. <laughs> yeah. If you still think, if you just think it's a perfect game, then you can give it five thumbs. But if you are thinking about it potentially being, <laughs> there's something. Okay, the how my mind is justifying this yeah. doesn't make sense at all. But I'm like, I've got, I've only got five fingers per hand, so I can't give more than five thumbs. But that is, I don't, I don't have five thumbs. You got two thumbs per I've body. Only got two. <laughs> but, but that's what's stopping me from pushing past the five. That's fair. Seskel and Ebert used to give uh, two thumbs up each, so a movie could get four thumbs. But we're one thumb better than them. That's true. We've got four nice. thumbs together. Yeah, that's crazy. Unless, of course, uh, they think that it might be a movie of the year, which then I could <laughs> give it five thumbs. Uh, and but if it's Jeff. Definitely in the contention yeah, yeah, yeah. seven thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta dig up Roger Ebert and ask. We're kind of in many
ways like the modern day is well, but I think yeah. so. Roger Ebert uh, famously used to review movies more positively if they featured big-breasted women because he was a pervert. That's awesome. That's you. <laughs> I am a pervert. That's also, true. and I've definitely mentioned this not only on podcasts before, but on Thumbcrams yeah. before. Roger Ebert's favorite seat in a movie cinema was back row, right hand side, and that is disgusting. Why? That why? is a yeah. stupid seat. Why did he? What did he like? Having a crick neck? <laughs> well, because it's like it, the sound mixing is made that middle middle is the perfect yeah. spot at a cinema. How he reviewed movies for goddamn 40 years <laughs> just sat in the back right hand corner. That's crazy. Unless because it came into the pervert nature again. I don't know. Yeah, that's a pervert Ebert? thing. Yeah, he could have It been... might just be about contr- like, you know, he, he treated reviewing as like a scientific practice yeah. and so he would try to control as much as possible. Oh, yeah. You can't always sit middle middle because that's the first place that's to That's true. So if he goes back right Every single movie he sees, yeah. he knows that that's not influencing his seat position, not influencing baseline. his movie taste. That's true. He, yeah, he's uh, he's removed. We cracked the Ebert case. Yeah, <laughs> I like to think that he was sitting there to crank his dick. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's also yeah. good. Yeah, Jack. He brought a custom yeah. popcorn box. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was another thing that he hasn't spoken about very much, and sadly, uh, he died before he could. But yeah. yeah, yeah, he had a custom popcorn box. He'd review a movie and also whack off his dick. The custom popcorn box, I get it for discretion, but it's funny to be like, "Would you like some popcorn?" and then do it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, oh my god. Oh, what's oh, that? Oh. He had to sit in the back right hand corner because he's constantly he's talking. He's doing a little play. He's doing a little scenario he's playing out. A fun little play about jacking off his dick. That's awesome. I miss Roger Ebert. <laughs> Is this slander? No. No, no, it's speculation. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the stuff I said is based on things that I 100% know are true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Except for the jacking of his dick part, but that's 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 just An a educated hypothesis. Guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair it's enough. Fine. Fair enough. Um, yeah, well, that's good stuff. And uh, Jackson, it's come to that point in the show where uh, you got to let a little guest A in. little friend of ours has been waiting outside. Is it the vacuum cleaner? No, it's not a vacuum cleaner. It's me, Mr. Ads. How you doing? I'm Mr. Ads. I'm here to deliver the ads to the podcast. Pete, it's wonderful to meet you. You said so nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. It's not my show, obviously. I'm just here to deliver the ads. But you are, in many ways, Mr. Ads, you are the main attraction. That's why, yeah, that's why people come. That's what I hear. That's That's why why I'm here. You said little before, (laughs) but I'm like seven foot tall. Anyway, here's the ads. I'm going to be on my way. I'm going to deliver more ads to more podcasts. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Goodbye. Ads. Nice meeting you, Pete. See you. So nice to meet you. Have fun. See you. Bye. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Great guy. I mean, he's a wonderful guy. We wonderful love Mr. Ads. And a little thing that people might realize about Mr. Rods is he's the reason we get paid to do this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's he had to duck on the way out. <laughs> yeah, he's so tall. tall. He is a tall, so tall man. He's really yeah. tall. Yeah. Now, Jackson, last week when we went to this section of the show, and Pete- mm, uh, Was it bad? I forget. No. Well, uh, so Pete, just to fill you in, uh, you are a first-time guest on Thumb Crams today. Uh, our inbox sometimes is encouraged by our bad behavior a little too much. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I head to thumbcramspod at gmail.com, sometimes emails that are waiting for me aren't horrible. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jackson's had an, uh, what he's described as his event horizon yeah. uh, with cold waxions twice now. Yeah. Well, we, well I had a, an Oppenheimer moment on the <laughs> podcast once where somebody sent in a picture of um, a dead rat their dog had found that had gigantic balls. And they were like, Jackson would like oh my this. God. And I was like, what have I done with my life that this is what people think I want? That somebody sees a rat's dead balls and thinks of me like that's I've become death destroyer of worlds. Like it was, I was uh, real self reflection. Yeah, real, you, you got it. You know, I've been doing this for ten years, and this is my legacy. Yeah, I know? have created a legacy where someone didn't think twice about taking a photo. Not only taking a photo of a dead rat with huge balls, yeah. being like, "This reminds me of that podcast host I'm gonna, I like." I'm going to email them. Mm. And what did they think I would do? Mm. Anyway, can so, I ask how big were they? I don't that were pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the Jet Li movie, The One? Yeah, sure. There's a rat in that that has a bomb on it that also has giant balls. <laughs> and I would say that they're probably about the same size as that size, rat balls. Yeah. And okay, cool. uh, when I was to, like, I was told about the rat balls in that movie, I was like, I would notice rat balls and yeah. also yeah. like... You just be you just you're making fun of me, and then I rewatched it, and my god, the rat has huge balls. They feature. Yeah. They feature. I guess oh, you're feature. looking at the bomb. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. you're looking at the bomb. Like there's well, a red flicking light. Yeah. On it and, <laughs> it's kind of got like, if I remember correctly, the rat. It's kind of like a. You, you can't miss it because the rat's filled from behind. Yeah, it is, and its balls are kind of dragging behind it on the ground of the. Yeah. The, I don't know, high-tech office or wherever it's set. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that was Jackson's Oppenheimer moment number one. And yeah. then number two, uh, we lent a little too uh, heavy into asking people uh, for their preference uh, with uh, jerking off Jackson. Mm, yeah. And then I um, regretted this. Yeah. I asked people if they ever jerked <laughs> off looking at themselves in the mirror because it just occurred to It related to, to an email. Like somebody sent us an Kind of like... Yeah. Like... Point at yourself. I mean, we're back to Spider-Man. <laughs> and the old point and wink. Yeah. And I was like, has anybody ever done that? And then we got way too many emails of people being like, yes. yes. And here's details. But then on the most... Here's the thing. On the most recent episode, we asked people to send in an email... Normal, a normal email. Saying what games they like. So let's see what happened. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, look, uh, we got a lot of emails, which okay. is... It can go either way. Yeah. It means that people are listening. That's, that's good. Hey, that's something. Nice. Um... So I guess we'll start off with this one, okay. uh, which is, it's a game we've spoken about a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's from a listener in Hungary, which okay. is cool. very far away. Yeah. And uh, the subject of the email is video games you like. Okay. Hey, this, this sounds good. We're safe so far. Yeah, I, I'm feeling good. And let me tell you, 
I think we're safe. <sighs> That's so I know relieving. that there is definitely other emails here, and I'm not sure if I'll get to all of them or <laughs> even some of them, but I know that there's some of them. Because you did specify video games, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Video, it's a... Subject, video games you like. That sounds like it's okay, going to be cool. good. This uh, is, should yeah, yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is from Jack from Hungary. Um, yeah. So, uh, Pete, because often uh, when people tell us video game related stories, they're either embarrassing or damaging to their own personal brand. Yeah. So we actually have a coward alarm we play uh, if people email us in and don't include their name. So Jack isn't a coward. Uh, Jack says, dear video game boyfriends and beautiful guests. Mm -hmm. As a teenager, I loved the Ratchet and Clank series. Power ups, witty dialogue, nice. strange new worlds, secrets to collect fun secrets to collect is a good phrase <laughs> yeah 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 it's good it's good to just go around and collect, collect some, some secrets. secrets yeah absolutely. Oh, what's going on got any goss for me mm. <laughs> got some secrets in this bag <laughs> <laughs> i'm collecting <laughs> then as an adult with a playstation 4 i saw that they were remaking the original game and nearly shot out a wrench yeah you should see a doctor Ooh. whoa that. that's graphic but Thematically appropriate. Yes, Thematically that's appropriate. True. That very, is, that's yeah, very true. That's proof that Jack isn't lying, and Jack has played. <laughs> yeah, Ratchet and Clank. It's good to Loves know. hardware. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack. Then, well, the email takes a bit of a turn. Mm -hmm. I then played it to completion, and it left a bit of taste in my mouth. Oh no! Secrets to find were removed. Combat oh. was a little too handholdy, and the dialogue was replaced with scenes from the highly successful movie of the same oh, I name. I remember this. I remember this. Breaking the flow of the game, yeah. reminding me that I'm in my 30s and should probably not be gaming and be working instead. <laughs> uh, when a game reminds you of the inexorable march of time, yeah. that's a bad sign. Uh, so, Jack, this is a side note, but an awesome thing I have, because uh, I, I, I rent and I'm in a share house, yeah. is I have to tell my friends sometimes, Hey, I can't do a thing. I've just got to play a video game for work. Yeah. It still doesn't feel good. It's yeah. It feels like they're like, oh, I'm like, I'll be talking to a housemate. They're like, oh, I've just got like all these things I have to do for work. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I got to watch one movie and play two different games. <laughs> yeah. and I've only got two and a half days to do it. <laughs> but I think like Jack is like, uh, as said, they were 30 yeah. uh, and uh, I'm 33. Mm -hmm. I feel the same kind of shame around like, uh, you know, playing video games to pass time. But that that's passing, man. Like the next generation, they've grown up with games. Because we're from true. the generation that grew up where our parents didn't play games. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "You can't stop wasting your time playing video games." Yeah. Jack, you're allowed to. You're allowed to spend your time doing whatever you want, man. Yeah, Jack, you're an adult. Well, Jack's got two questions for us. Yeah. Uh, my question to my question for your beautiful minds. Thank you, Jack, for Thank acknowledging you. our intellect. Yeah. We often get sick of. Or do intellect. you just have a hot brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sexy. My brain's fizzing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we got we got fizzy brains, no thoughts. <laughs> One, have any remakes made you so disappointed that you hunted for ancient game technology to uh, play the original Whoa. game again? And two, are there any video game remakes or re-releases you've avoided slash will avoid for fear of being hurt again? Many thanks, Jack from Hungary. All right. Yes, I have definitely played earlier versions of games because I'm like, this is the way to play it. But I haven't had to like... I still have a GameCube and still have a PlayStation yeah. and stuff like that. So I, ha I don't have to go very far to find those if I want to play them again. Yeah, um, nice. Uh, games I will avoid. I'm one of those guys that loved Knights of the Old Republic. And I know the remake is definitely never coming out. But if it does come out, I will be trepidatious because I have a lot of good memories. Also, this uh, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remake is probably a good example yeah, of why yeah. sometimes you should be scared about remakes. Sometimes... 
They wreck it. They yeah, cook it. They make true. a mistake. Sometimes they, they goof it up. <laughs> they take a good game and they're like, what if it was bad? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. I guess I avoided the Red Dead Redemption uh, sort of remaster kind of thing that came out for the port. The port. That's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I'd heard bad things, but I feel like I'm not playing that many remakes. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably not true, but I can't bring any to mind right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, like, I guess I'm not playing a lot of remakes either. I like a reboot. I like Mm. when, you know, I like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And I like, like, when they're they're reviving an older franchise with a a modern spin, I love a reboot. Jackson Um, and I... Because even if they don't work, it doesn't... Tarnish, yeah, the yeah, the thing absolutely. that you enjoyed before, yeah. Re- Whereas, yeah, like the GTA three or the GTA trilogy, it was a trilogy, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It, it burned some people, yeah. yeah. And I was so excited because, like, I I'm not a huge GTA guy, but I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto three uh, on PC, and that was like one of the first like proper like graphically intense video games I ever played. And I have, like, heaps of fond memories of stuff in that. So when they were like, GTA 3 is coming to the Switch, I was like, man, I can't wait to mm. revisit that. And then I saw what happened, and I was like, damn, yeah, I ain't revisiting that. I was the same <laughs> with San Andreas. I have so many fond memories of me and my brother. We would uh, put on the mod, the cheat, sorry, that made every, the Nude? Mod. The nude mod? <laughs> nude mod. <laughs> nude <laughs> CJ mod. The big head nude mod. Damn, here we go again. Um... <laughs> No, but we put in the, the cheat that made it very misty. Then we would put in the cheat where uh, pedestrians attacked you just like no matter what. Mm-hmm. And we would play like a zombie apocalypse game in That's San fun. Andreas. It was awesome. I have such fun memories. But then, yeah, when the remaster came out, I was like, oh, well, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. A reboot I'm totally fine with. Because, yeah. yeah, if if that that will not ruin my enjoyment or make me feel like they've taken anything away from me, where if it's a flat remake, especially if they remove the original version to replace it with the remake, yeah. which is also yeah. what they did with Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah, you can wild. reboot stuff as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, next email. Okay, this one's a little trickier. Subject, why? Okay, I'm ready. Uh, and this this does tie into something we talk about a lot on Thumb Cramps. Okay. And I've just had a quick scan. I think we're safe again. <sighs> Another landmine avoided. <clears throat> <clears throat> No pictures attached? <laughs> no pictures no attached. Rat balls? <laughs> no, no rat balls? No rat balls. And no comments about jerking off in front of a mirror. Okay, so, that's yeah. awesome. That's all I ask. Hello, thumb boyfriends and the guest that is there. My name is Chris. Yeah. I'm not a coward. And today I stepped into a GameStop to purchase Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Nice. Now, Pete, uh, video yeah. games is also a big part of your job. Yeah. Uh, and here at Thumb Cramps, we have a firm belief that walking into a retail store and buying a video game is very embarrassing. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the most humiliating things that a person <laughs> can do. Obviously, this is the only way. I mean, you can buy a game digitally or whatever. Yeah. But if you want a physical copy and you're not going to buy it online and get it delivered, you have to talk to someone. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. It, it's just it's just one of those things. And, you know? uh, it's a little bit embarrassing. I, I I like my local. I've got a, a an EB Games. I live uh, like two hours out of Sydney, so yep. I'm like a, yeah. I'm a, it's pretty regional. Yeah, and uh, we got this tiny little EB Games, um, and uh, there's always art in the front from like the local like high school kids yeah. have drawn oh, like cool. their favorite Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, and that's always a that's always a delight. That's... So that's a good icebreaker. It's like someone drew a great Bulbasaur. Oh, yeah, that's got good. A good in. <laughs> Hey, uh, before I ask you for this deeply embarrassing game, I just noticed the art out of it. That's pretty fun. That's uh, I'm an adult. Anyway, uh, do you have... <laughs> do you have the new... Do you have Le- Leisure Suit Larry? 
I'm an adult. It, I like Legend Suit Larry and the new Mario Brothers. Yeah. You gotta get the Legend Suit Larry in and then sneak the Mario in. Um, I'm yeah, it's for work. <laughs> it's for work. I'm a guy who throws away video games. Whatever's cool. I sit in the back right hand corner of theaters. That's what I do for my work. Well, uh, Chris says now I'm fine with purchasing games at GameStop since okay. that's what it's there for. Fair enough. But. I asked the clerk if they had Wonder in stock, and he responded with, do you have a kidney? And I give him a little polite laugh, like, okay. I pay, and then the guy immediately asks if I'm a speedrunner, and I say, I'm not, and he responds with, good, and then nothing else. <laughs> what the hell? I left That's GameStop with my game and questioned if purchasing games is even worth it anymore. Wait, so what was the first thing he said? Do you have a kidney? <laughs> yeah, so I guess like a joke about like, oh, it's going to cost you a kidney. We've got it, but it'll cost you a kidney. But didn't what? quite. You know how like people will say, "Oh no, yeah, like, we cost, got it." Cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah. Or like, cost oh, you a kidney? I think it's like he's combined the. Did you miss here? And he's saying, "Do you have a kid?" kid? That's what. <laughs> that's he... what I thought. They Me were too. just implying that. Oh, you're buying a kid's game. Yeah. Does he think your name is Knee? <laughs> Do you have a kidney? Do you have a kidney? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I have experienced retail store uh, employees going rogue with conversation yeah. topics. Uh, when I bought, uh, I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but it's something that pops up in my brain. It is a crazy story. Once every yeah. two days. I purchased Street Fighter Six from a local JB Hi-Fi, and the employer asked if I'd seen the new j- Jiggle Physics, and I said... Off. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, okay. not that. That's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> and I was like, no. And he was like, oh man, yeah. Uh, Twitch streamers have started getting around it by saying that it's like a animation stream. So then, like, you could get some pretty good stuff there. And I was like, oh, I don't know what energy I'm putting out there. I. And what makes it worse is he served me because uh, I was buying. Street Fighter 6 and then buying the new WWE game for my housemate and he was like oh well you're never going to play this because Street Fighter rocks so like insulted the purchase and I was like oh it's not for me and then he was like oh yeah cool and then I had friends in the store so I went and stood with them and he circled around and then asked about the jiggle physics I'd already purchased the game he came for a round two that's so horrible and then I have to like every morning I have to look in the mirror and be like do I look like a guy that's like stoked on jiggle (laughs) physics in Street Fighter 6 do you look like a guy where if like you look at you, you're like, that guy's going to have a good opinion on jiggle physics. <laughs> this guy, I want to hear this guy's take on the jiggle fix- physics. Dude, this guy <laughs> like full-on comes in his pants when he thinks about Cammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're looking at yourself in the mirror while masturbating, <laughs> you're like, that's a guy who loves jiggle physics. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, look, this is... <laughs> this email, I think, is probably a good way to end the show. Okay. The email segment, at least. Because it is a tie into an email that I didn't read last week. Okay. But did reference. Okay. Uh, They were one of the people that weighed in on the great debate. Right, I see. So this is from Bad Janet. Okay. Dear Video Game Boyfriend. We've had Bad Janet email him before. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Subject, genuine thanks for not reading out my last email. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was so scared during last episode that the drunk email I sent you was going to be mine. Thank Jeff it was not. Also, as a show of gratitude, here's a normal game-related statement. I recently had the opportunity to play one of my uh, my favorite childhood games, Battle Tanks Global Assault for the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. I hadn't played this game in almost 20 years, and while the nostalgia really hit, I was so bad at it. 
12-year-old me would have bullied me mercilessly. Anyways, feel free to read this normal email, and so sorry for my last one. Bad Janet. That's... That's great. I don't that like also that... ties into what we were just saying, but the reverse. That's true. I don't like that we've entered a sort of bartering sort of system <laughs> with our listeners, though, that they're like, okay, in exchange, you'll get a good email. I don't think this is a healthy relationship to build. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, most podcasts have a parasocial relationship. Ours is... Combative. <laughs> yeah. It's... And it's not relationship. It's yeah. just combat. Yeah. We're just fighting them constantly. <laughs> and they're horny? Uh, dude. Who I don't knows? know. It's a mess. I don't know. That was such know. a mercifully normal email segment, though. Thank God. Um, More like that, listeners. Come on. <laughs> I'll just have a quick scan and just see if anyone sent us anything real bad this week. I think we're okay. Uh? <laughs> this, this one I almost didn't read, but it's good. So okay. I'm going to read it. Normal is probably not right, okay. but it's not dangerously unnormal. All right. That's okay. So this is from Nick, not a coward. Okay. Hello, internet boyfriends and honorable guest. Mm-hmm. This past Friday, I was out for a bar night with my fiance and friends. I randomly made a Mario joke, which didn't land. Well, as I am the only gamer, uh, which didn't land well, as I'm the only gamer in my friends group. But not even a block later, I see a giant inflatable Mario on the side of a local club slash bar. I then noticed more decorations to make the side of the bar look like a Mario level. Okay. This confused me because the Valencia Room tries to be what some might call a cool people bar, but I assumed it must have been a sponsored event for Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. The confusion then intensified when I look at the bar entrance and see uh, uh, see one of the workers dressed up in a sexy Mario costume, mustache okay. and all. All right. Uh, and then they say, for an example, think Hooters Waitress meets Mario. Awesome. Cool. Oh, I do think that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? No, it does. It takes a turn. It takes a turn with too much information. <laughs> God damn it. I turn to my fiance in my best Mario voice. I say, oh no, now I'm uh, aroused by a Mario. She then relays that info to our friends and everyone has a good laugh at the expense. And here we go. Of my suddenly tied up pants. Boner. There's a boner in this email. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm hoping you boys have some advice on navigating a potentially growing Mario fetish and how not to let it ruin my relationship. Thanks for everything, Nick. Not a coward. Well, Nick? Nick's fiance, if you're listening, leave Nick. <laughs> Break up. <laughs> I have to go the opposite direction. Okay. It's like when you have a, the hook of a, of a pop song in your head. The only way to get it out is to listen to it. Nick, you have I to think... have sex with Mario. <laughs> it's the only way. Okay. It's the only way. That is good advice. Uh, so there you go, Nick and Nick's fiance. Here's some advice. Either break up or... Maybe both dresses Mario. Both? Whoa! Open the relationship. Get Mario Bring some in. Mario's in. <laughs> Mamma mia! Yeah. Well, if you want to, Howie's Howie, dude. If you want to send us an email, hit us up at thumbcramspod at gmail.com. Uh, the other way you can get in contact with the show is by leaving us a five-star review. Yes. If you leave any less than five stars, you will not be in contact with we, the show because we won't see we'll it. We'll ignore it. And uh, obviously, last week we did. We had some bat like reviews that were five stars. Yeah. We read them out and we said, "Oh no, it's leaked into the reviews too." <laughs> but hopefully, these are normal. So this one is from that guy Sean. Yeah, five stars. Subject of the review is: I like reviews from people who are as bad at video games as I am. And then the body just says review optional. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. That's good. That's, That's what we want. That's good stuff. 
just scrolled past one that said, it's a gosh, I'm not reading it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, look. uh, Okay, here we go. Five stars, fun times for all. Love it, boys and occasional girl. Keep it up. That's great. There we go. Thank That's you. good. Wonderful. See it. That's really good. I stuff. like normal reviews and I like normal emails. <laughs> and I like our very normal guest, Pete. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us today, Pete. Uh, if people want to see or hear more of you, uh, where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, so we make a show called Back Pocket for Twitch, which is a fun video game review show. Uh, and Ruby who's been on the show as well. Uh, she's doing a podcast for called Pocket Buds, um, where she chats to the likes of your lovely selves uh, and some game devs. And uh, if you've got a bit of an interest in um, the game dev scene in Australia, definitely subscribe to Pocket Buds because she's doing great work there. Hell yeah. And uh, Pete, do you want to plug your social media so people can come find you if they like? Yeah, we're, I think Back Pocket Vids on pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube... Uh, YouTube's a great place for uh, all the the uh, streams that we've archived as well, so you can hell yeah, hell yeah, just enjoy the entire catalog. Oh, oh yeah, there's no better way. If you're new to Back Pocket, you got to start from episode one mm-hmm. and go all the way through, it's... and you're not allowed to stop. <laughs> it's the only way. It's yeah. the only way to do it. And if you're new to Thumb Cramps, don't go back. <laughs> this is your first episode. You can only listen to the ones that come out after. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's true. Sorry, <laughs> them's the rules. <laughs> well, thank... But if uh, if this was uh, maybe one of your favorite episodes of the year, consider giving it. <laughs> Six stars on your uh, yeah, podcasting yeah, yeah, and if it definitely was your episode of the year, that's ten ten stars. But yeah. if you're thinking about it, maybe being in contention for podcast of the year, that's seven stars. Yeah, yeah, seven stars, <laughs> stars, <laughs> stars. Sorry, my mistake. Totally different uh, systems. Well, yeah. thank you so much again, Pete, and thank you, listeners, and thank you to everyone who kept it normal. Yeah, keep, keep good, it normal. Good but... luck having sex with Mario, Nick. <laughs> 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.